What's happening, Panda Nation? Peter Von Panda here, and I'm talking this week about camping. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you about is technology making us less safe. So let me tell you about a few pieces of technology, some that you've probably heard of. Basically, the kind of there's two pieces here that I don't want to get into a specific piece of technology, but just the general technology itself. So when you go out into the wilderness, I think a lot of people worry about having an injury, getting lost, getting stuck in weather, something like that, where you need to be evac, you need to be rescued, you need uh, some sort of assistance, like in a medical emergency, whatever. There are people that do this. And in the past, in the olden days, what would happen is if you were going out, you would tell someone, you'd give them your schedule, a day passes and you haven't returned when you said you would be back at home. Two days pass, three days pass, someone has your agenda, they're checking in on you, doing a welfare check, and they report you missing. And then they send out the rescue team looking for you. You have some sort of map or something that you provide this person to give them an idea of where you were, what trails you were hiking, what mountain you were climbing, all those things. But now there's a lot of tech. And there's, let me call like the existing and improving technology, where a lot of these communicators will be satellite-based and they will allow you to connect to your phone and send text messages. Some will, like a satellite phone, will allow you to make a phone call. The satellite phones haven't been as popular just because they tend not to be super reliable. They, they don't necessarily give you your GPS position and all that. Is, even if you need to be rescued, you maybe you could make a phone call. But the ones that are really popular are like these Garmin's and these SAT devices that uh, allow you to send your location at a regular period of time, have communication hold down a button, communicate with SOS to emergency services, those types of things. But then recently Apple got into the game here and with their new iPhone 14, and I've actually connected to a satellite with the iPhone 14 on accident. But what you can do here now is hold it in the right position. You have to have a clear line of sight to the sky, but you can, if you don't have a cell phone signal, eventually connect to a satellite and do a little bit of communicating. It's like a little text messaging thing but it can also help you get rescued if something goes bad. Now, I bring this up because I've seen a lot of reviews on this stuff. Seems to work pretty well, give you a few days of battery life on the trail. I certainly love the idea from a peace of mind standpoint, but the question is here, philosophically, I've not looked at the data, but is this making us less safe? Is this shifting the hazard, shifting the risk away from us mentally and Having people that go out and explore the wilderness, maybe take some unnecessary risks or not be as prepared or not to do as much planning or not be as aware as they should be. And I would say that I was thinking about this because maybe I have some tendency to do some of this stuff. So generally, first things, when you do go out into the wilderness, I usually like going with some buddies, enough people that if one person gets really hurt, we've got three, maybe four other guys that could litter you out, take some sticks, make a stretcher out of it, carry people out. But I have noticed that I have been even more interested these days in doing stuff either with one or two other people, because it's just harder. It's harder to get people out for, you know, events like this, for excursions like this, because people have families, they've worked, they've limited time off. Some people just don't have the interest. They want to do something else with their time off. So there's all sorts of reasons why the network of people that you have around you are going to shrink in terms of interest. So I, I just don't have as many friends. And in fact, there's a lot of YouTube channels that I watch where it's like solo excursions. I've even been more interested in that. I think I've got a couple that I am starting to put pen to paper on. So I'm hoping to share those with you, but those will probably just be me for a couple of overnights out in the wilderness. And as I think about that, and with the tech that I might 
fall back on if something goes wrong. I'm realizing like, hey, you know what? That's a bigger risk. That's a bigger risk. You're not with people. Just because I can communicate with someone doesn't mean I don't pass out or get thumped on the head or get struck by lightning or get mauled by an animal that sinks up behind me. And if someone else were there, they'd be able to call for help. But even if I have the tech, I might not be able to call for help. So that's one thing I was thinking about. Is that something where we're just taking on more risk right away? And then when we get out there, is our behavior changed because of it? Would we take a little bit more of a risky, oh, cut through the mountains on a little steeper terrain or somewhere that we don't know because we have a satellite-based topographical map that we're following as opposed to we might trust our guts when we're just going off a paper map and say, hey, this doesn't seem right. Maybe there's some erosion here. Let's go this way. But maybe we're taking more risks because we're trusting the tech. Like when I see these stories of people that drive off in the mountains or into a lake because they're following their GPS in their car and the car doesn't know if that road was washed out four years ago or that car doesn't know that that road doesn't exist anymore or that the lake now has sprung up because of flooding or whatever it might be. So are we just offloading some of our mental awareness, some of our kind of mental training and acuity and sharpness to technology and putting ourselves potentially in a situation where we get in a bad spot, have an injury, mechanical injury, snap a leg, bone, impale ourselves on something, get into some poison oak or ivy or whatever it might be, get stuck on a ledge because it's a lot easier to go down than it is to go up, find ourselves in a place where you're not supposed to be, whatever it might be. But are we offloading too much to tech and taking some chances saying, hey, you know what? If this is wrong, what's the worst that can happen? I'll text message for some help. And you might. A lot of people aren't necessarily so far away from stuff that they're not going to be able to be rescued in a timely fashion. In fact, some of the places that I went when I was much younger that were considered, quote unquote, super remote are not necessarily remote anymore. I remember going to Colorado to climb a peak that I climbed as a kid. And I just remember getting there as a kid was tough, but now you can just drive right up to where the trail starts. So there's a parking lot there and signs and instructions and a map of where the cell phone signals are available anyway, and where you can Instagram a picture and all that stuff. But I'm just kind of curious between that, between the technology that's available to us that makes us feel like, hey, phone rescue help is only a call away, which it probably is for the most part, weather permitting. Does that make us feel, oh, more confident? in our ability to be rescued by someone else and diminish our ability to make the best, the safest, the wisest choices when we are out in the middle of nowhere. You could probably ask the same philosophical question regardless of your, if you're camping or not. But I'm just kind of curious. Do all these things, these little walkie-talkies, these little locators. I bought these locators that are look like carabiners. And you give one to everyone in your party and up to two or three miles away, it just shows you on a little screen an arrow and the distance to everyone in your party, which is brilliant. I used to go hiking with people and some people would fall back and you're thinking like, oh, I don't know, are they just back there being slow or did someone have an injury and can't communicate with them? But some of these now I can say, oh, look, this person is still moving towards me. So they're still, still good. There's so much good, interesting technology, which I would have loved as a kid. I mean, just think about this. If you go to an amusement park, right? If you go to Six Flags or Cedar Point, just outside of Cleveland, Ohio, I'd go there all the time from Detroit. Loved it. Favorite amusement park. But 
what you would do with your friends is you would have meetup places. So, hey, if we could split up, let's meet up at noon at the food court, at the Wendy's or whatever. But now with cell phones, you just text. You don't even, you don't even have that kind of backup plan. And that's what I'm saying. Is it the same now for the wilderness activities? You don't have that backup plan. We're trusting the tech. Getting a little lazy, maybe. But getting a little lazy and nothing bad's happening because we have all these backup tools. So that's just my question. I'm kind of wondering, what kind of tech do you use? Or are you getting lazy and you don't even have the tech to protect you? That could be the worst situation for sure. So let me know what you think. That's it for today. Peter Von Panda, out. Oh.